Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey everyone, big news. Listen, the FMCSA, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, after months and months of deliberation, issued a new guidelines and new rulings that are designed to shut down illegal independent dispatch operations. I'm going to share with you seven key points that you need to understand to determine if you are in fact brokering illegally as a dispatch company. Now, before we dig into that, you need to take this seriously, guys. If you are an independent dispatcher, you need to make sure you take this seriously because the fine for doing this is up to $10,000 per occurrence. So if you move 10 loads, you could potentially be fined $100,000, right? And we all know that you might, as a dispatcher, you might be dispatching 10 loads a day, 10 loads a week. So those fines literally could put you out of business in a heartbeat, all right? So you need to pay close attention. All right, so just a quick backdrop. In November of 2022, the FMCSA, after long deliberation and a big delay, finally came out with some guidelines. Uh, They issued some guidelines about dispatching and brokering, and they were trying to provide some sort of guidelines and guidance for people that are out there doing dispatch as well as brokering. So here we go. I'm gonna share with you seven points. There's a lot to this, and I'll put a link where you can actually view the entire document but here's the thing I'm gonna share with you seven key points that you need to understand that indicate that a broker authority is required okay so lean in listen carefully all right number one the dispatch service interacts with or negotiates any shipment of freight directly with a shipper or representative of a shipper that means that as an independent dispatcher, you cannot go direct to shippers, manufacturers, distributors, producers, importers, exporters. As a dispatch service, you cannot solicit or work directly with a shipper. That means all of your freight needs to come through a broker. In order to be a legitimate independent dispatch, that's one key criteria, okay? Number two, the dispatch service accepts or takes compensation from a lo- for a load from the broker or factoring company or is involved in any part of the monetary transaction between those entities. You cannot, as a dispatcher, take compensation from a broker, a factoring company, or anybody in between. The only person you can be compensated by as an independent dispatcher is the carrier that you are contracted with to provide the dispatch service. All right, that's number two. Number three, the dispatch service arranges for a shipment of freight for a motor carrier and there is no written legal contract with the motor carrier that meets section 4-E-2 of the guidance above. So listen, what that means is simple. You have to have a pre-existing written contract with the carrier that shows that you are an authorized dispatcher, independent dispatcher for that carrier. You can't go out and be soliciting loads and then do the dispatch contract on the back end. You have to have that contract in place, all right? Number four, the dispatch service accepts a shipment without a truck slash carrier, then attempts to find a truck or carrier to move the shipment. That means that you can't go to the load boards, accept a shipment from a broker, and then go out and solicit carriers or trucks in the open market, or even in your stable of carriers that you're contracted with to cover that freight, all right? 
that would be acting as a broker. That's the point. They're trying to distinguish between independent dispatch and brokers because the problem is independent dispatchers, many of them, not all of them, but many of them have been skirting the regulations and doing unauthorized brokering without a license. Okay. So that's, that's what this is designed to do is to really define it, to put those illegal dispatch operations out of business and to let the legitimate ones do business in peace. Okay. So number five, the dispatch service engages in the allocation of traffic by accepting a shipment that could be transported by more than one carrier with which it has agreements and assigns it to one of those carriers. This is a big one, guys. This is one that could really, really hurt the independent dispatch business model because what it's saying is this, and just hypothetically, I'm just gonna give you an example that they used. If you are an independent dispatcher and you have contracted with a company that is a carrier that's asking you to find them hazmat loads, specific hazmat loads. That means this guidance, this ruling means that you cannot have another carrier that's asking you for the same type of freight because it would be a conflict of interest because you would have to make a decision which carrier you give that load to, okay? So that's a big one because not only in that example with hazmat loads, but what you have to understand is that applies to van loads and flatbed loads and RGN loads and produce or refrigerated loads, containers, whatever it is, whatever the specific needs of your carrier are, you cannot have more than one carrier that needs, has those specific needs, okay? So that could limit you to one van carrier, one flatbed carrier, reefer carrier. I mean, it's it could limit you. Now, you'd be able to dispatch for all of their trucks individually. So if you've got a, a hazmat carrier that has 50 trucks, you could obviously dispatch 50 different loads potentially, but for that specific need only, you could have one shipper or one carrier, I'm sorry. So number six, the dispatch service is a named party on the shipping contract. You cannot, as an independent dispatcher, be a party to any contract associated with that shipment. And number seven, the dispatch service is soliciting to the open market for carriers for the purpose of transporting a freight shipment. That means that you cannot go out and post a load on a load board trying to solicit carriers for a specific shipment. You can't send an email out to a list of carriers. You can't phone solicit carriers for an open market shipment. These are the seven key factors indicating that a broker authority is required. If you are an independent dispatcher, you are doing any of these, you are subject to a potential fine of up to $10,000 per occurrence. So the goal that the FMC is stating, and I think the goal behind all of the time and energy and money and resources that have went in to try to define this and to put this in writing is to allow legitimate dispatchers, independent dispatchers, to do business properly. And for those that are skirting the law and skirting the rules and are brokering without a license, it's designed to put them out of business. So listen, I hope you guys stay safe. Pay close attention to this. Make sure you like, comment, and share. I'd love to hear from you in the comments. And if you're curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. Trained over 10,000 students, been in business well over a decade. I've personally done over $200 million as a freight broker and we offer a 
60-day, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.